Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Everything from Top to Bottom with Thomas and Brett. Oh, we have made it to another week. I mean, survived in a way. Wow. If you would put it that way. You're already tipping us off what the episode's going to be about. Exactly. I mean, this episode is about survival. So, everyone, strap in. Buckle up, Strap turn in. up the volume. I mean, I don't know where they are. Oh they could be gosh. in a plane. They could be flying, you know, coast to coast. Strap into us. Strap in and strap on. We have an international globe. We global do. Audience, so we have sixty nine followers on Spotify. Sixty nine big ones. Thank you all to uh, thank you to all your all the sixty nine followers <laughs> out there. <laughs> Just on Spotify. On Spotify. Oh, maybe we have more on Apple Podcasts. Maybe I don't know. If you're listening to this from Apple Podcasts, let us know. No, if you are, move over to Spotify because we make more money on Spotify. Slay. Well, hot and ugly. Hot let's, and ugly. Let's get into it. I was kind of down with that. Last okay. Time. We're going to do the same thing again we did before? Well, what was... Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. So... Am I starting with my hot? Are yeah, you give me your hot. Uh, Positivity. Hot. I know. We did say for these for this episode, we wanted it to be more happy. A and, little bit more fun and, <laughs> and jovial. <laughs> rather than just focusing on... Um, rejection was tough. Rejection... Was it tough? Yeah. I honestly didn't think it was that tough for you. I didn't really want to talk about it that much. I was... You came up with the idea. For sure. <laughs> I mean, it was relevant to my life at the time. And for so sure. I like, knew, yeah. like... That's what we try to do. Keep things relevant. Keep it relevant. But I don't even understand... But you... I think you're fine. No, I'm fine. Yeah. I have, I'm moved on. I actually I'm think, good. I think you need to experience more rejection. That was my takeaway. Oh, was really? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. I think, okay. I think you need to experience more harsh realities of life. I, th- I think I've experienced a lot of harsh realities of life, and I think you don't always credit me for that, and that's, like, wrong. No, I definitely don't You think I just breeze through life, and it's I didn't not say, true. I didn't say breeze. Okay. I just said, I, you, you admitted on the podcast that you don't receive that much rejection. That people don't necessarily, like, I, I'm not, but I feel like I'm just not receiving the same rejection as you are trying to get me to be, like, relate to. No, I, I'm not saying people don't need to physically reject you, but, like, I feel like... I don't know if it, I, I you know build a little rejection in you and then it re- builds a little resiliency and then you've got some resiliency. All right, what is the hot of the week? I had it in my head. I was gonna say. Well, I have my hot of the week. Oh, then go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't say I wanted to go. You said oh, okay. share yours. Well, so I, the reason why I thought it would be so fun to do like a little bit of a survival episode this week, I've really gotten into the show Yellow Jackets. Oh, okay. Have you heard? No. Oh my god, Brett. It's on Showtime, which I know is not really necessarily like accessible, but like it is so good. It's about this like group of girls that crashes on an island and they like have to survive for 19 months. And it's kind of like loosely based off of this um Uruguayan Uruguayan Uruguay um this flight from Uruguay that was going to Chile mm-hmm. and they crashed in the Andes mm-hmm. and they had to survive for like 90 days. Wow. Um and so my week has been like super hot and filled with like looking up stories about that and looking up like Reddit and like online Whoa. and being like what is going on? You've dived into a deep hole. I have. Classic you. I mean, hey, again, top, top era. era. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I have to think of my hot. Um, I had a hot. you got to have a hot. I know. I can't think of one damn thing nice thing to say about it. Gym? No. Actually, you know what? No. I, I want to say, th- earlier this week, we went to the drag show for our friend Eric. Oh, totally. And that was really hot because... I mean, we've gone in the past, and the performances are great. I love to support. Um, 
this time it felt a little bit more elevated. I would say with the performances, yeah, some people really brought it. Totally, I mean, the music was good. Obviously, our friend Eric does a great time. Does a great show every time. You were like entertaining the whole table too. I thought like everyone was chuckling after you. Yes. You were just like making I, everyone laugh. I was the life of the party. You were the life of the party, and I usually am. I think you can admit that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah I'm always always. The, always the life of the party. That's what you're known for. Everybody wants to be me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I. It's it's um it's the the burden I bear, but I try my best to hold stead. Um, you met the boy I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. Are we talking about that still? Sure. Okay. He asked you what the. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, he asked you what we talked about on the pod last week. And yeah. You froze up like I, a weirdo, and we're did, like, uh, Thomas, what did we talk about on the pod? I well, you have to. Give him, he might listen to this. No, he's not. He doesn't. Okay, well, um, <clears throat> he asked like he like I think he wanted to like have a conversation with me because it was a little it's a little awkward there because like it, he got there late. Well, he did get there late, um, but it's also not really like a chatty, like it's not like a it's busy. It was very totally. busy. It's very packed, and so it's not like I could just be like, oh, tell me about your day, you right. know, like um. And we had three tables of like people everywhere. Yeah, so we were kind of busy and pan and packed. But I just wanted to like you know acknowledge hi, like welcome, you know. And then he like wanted to have a conversation, and I was like, "Oh, sure, like, what's your Let's question?" Talk. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, um, like, are you you're you're Thomas's uh, podcast host buddy?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I am." Is yeah. that what he said? Yeah, podcast host buddy. Yeah, and I was like, "No, it wasn't like." He was like, oh, "You're you're Thomas's like podcast par- or co partner or something like that." He said, "Co host, co host." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah." He was like. He's like, you guys dropped a new episode this week. Like, what was it about? And I literally looked at him and I was like, <gasps> I don't what know. Do what I, I really didn't know what to do. Because I don't even know how to treat him. I really don't know how to treat right. him. And so I'm kind of like, because if he was anybody else, I probably would be like, bitch, it's about yeah. rejection. <laughs> I would have laughed. You know, I would have I like, thought you were going to. No. and I thought you were just going to say it right then and there. I, I was really... preparing myself to be like, okay. <sighs> And you gotta I, do damage control. And I was like, I was like, I don't know where they where they stand, where they sit. I don't know him. I don't know what his personality. If he would find that funny, or if he would get like offended and sad, or I, I was, right. I, I just didn't know what to I do. I don't even necessarily know. So I panicked. Right. And I was like, looked at you, and I was like, Thomas, Thomas. <laughs> I'm like, uh, he wants to know, uh, you know. And so <laughs> I'm like. Thomas turns to me and he goes, um, he goes, oh yeah, like we do this segment called the hot and the ugly. <laughs> I totally forgot that that's how I answered that. Yeah, yeah. and I was it like, was a good save because you talked about everything that wasn't about what the totally, podcast is totally. about, which is great. It made it sound like the worst podcast in the world. No, for sure. Like <laughs> I really was doing a bad job selling it, but at that time I was literally trying to get out of the conversation as quickly as possible. Well, I just didn't know where your direction was going to go with well, it. Well, anyway. we had literally like we recorded that episode, and then I think I like went to his it was house, like, from later Sunday that, to Monday, and it was just like a total change of what kind of was going on. Oh, we recorded Sunday. Yes, you're oh, telling me something happened, that. changed in 24 hours. Oh, yeah, because I was one, like, I thought Rejection would be a great episode to have recorded on Saturday when I was still feeling the feelings. But yeah. then we had a really good Saturday together. So then Sunday, I was basically already like, I'm not really rejected. So I kind of feel bad going into this episode. Well, I don't want to rehash that episode or anything, but there are a lot of people that have opinions about your strategy. Um, oh. Um, 
And so... What do you mean? Just, like, kind of what you're doing with it. Who with, has opinions? I guess I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, but it kind of made me think, like, oh, interesting. I'm kind of... I, I'm with this whole situation. I'm letting you kind of navigate it yourself and just kind of, like, taking it in as you tell me things. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than what I usually do, which you hate that I do, which is, like, fix you or, like, try to make it work for you. Um, I'm trying to, like be more open to you just coming to me with information rather than me probe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of makes me like just curious to see your behavior and understanding. And Are these personal friends of ours that have opinions or are these followers that have opinions? Both. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, followers, you can let me know directly <laughs> what you fucking think about me. No, it's nothing. I don't think it's bad. I think it's like, um, I think it's just fascinating the, your approach with it and... I think every relationship, friendship, whatever it may be, has different facets or directions or avenues. And, totally. Um, it's not my place to tell you what to do or anybody uh, else's. Amen. Or anybody else's. Uh, I think the end goal, which we discovered or discussed last week, which was we just want you to make sure that you are in a good place and you feel well. And totally. If those things are true and valid, then there's nothing else to be said. Yeah. I mean, I, I learned a lot from the discussion we had like and also like we had a pre-discussion from our like podcast discussion a pre-discussion yes and it was really helpful and in realizing that like yeah like i think in the end of the day like what i was trying to get across was that like rejection is not something that like you have to be scared about and like weep and wallow about because i did that for two days and i don't think it really helped i think being able to refocus your priorities after a rejection it's just like a reset almost it's like sure and it really did help me i think this week i have felt so much more like real almost with this guy because i like basically know like everything's i put all my cards on the table and so all of a sudden now for the first time i really am like he knows where i'm at so i'm just gonna be however i i am because yeah i've got nothing i've got nothing else like and at this point, my priorities have changed. I'm like, am focusing more on me, and I'm making sure that I'm doing things for myself. And I think he's appreciating that more, honestly. Well, as people should. Yeah, you should always focus on yourself. Um, because I think he's like, I'm making more decisions from like based on just me, and not trying to think about like what he wants or anything like that. Sure, I think it's like helping him be like, oh, cool. In the words of Beyonce, Giselle Knowles, I just picked my nose on live camera. I am one of one. I am number one. There we are. Yeah. Um, there have never been wiser words. All right, so is that going to be your ugly? Is uh, <laughs> processing the rejection episode <laughs> ugly? No, processing the rejection episode wasn't bad. I really, really did enjoy that like episode in our talk. Okay, so what's ugly for you? This I love week? that we started this podcast trying to help others, and it's just helped me. Well, this is a two for one special. What has been ugly? This week in my life. I mean, I'm sure you've had an ugly. You you don't have an ugly to no, say? No, I got an ugly. Yeah, come on, tell yeah. me. Bring no, I don't want to talk about no, it. bring it out. I just, I've had such a, sh- not a shitty day, but I've... Today? Yeah. Oh. I've been feeling very down today. Well. Because I feel like a failure and not good. <sighs> See, again, it's like reframing. Like No, I... I hear you. Yeah. And it's not that I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge is, is that, which maybe you can relate to a little bit, is that when you feel a giant ball of emotions mm-hmm. and then you have to figure out how to navigate all of those at once, it's kind of hard to bounce back immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reframing process is not something that happens within 24 to 48 hours. Right. Okay. It takes a little bit longer to bounce back. So for me, it's like having to 
regain energy because like after our pickleball game today I feel like dog shit I know but that's what I want like you're not a failure because you played two games that didn't end up with you winning or scoring some points it wasn't even the winning aspect of it it literally is the fact that I had one friend tell me that she was miserable playing with me because I'm not a team player and then having the rest of the team pile on and say yeah you do make it not fun for us and then them saying we don't want to continue if this is how you're going to behave and you don't change and so it's like you're a little bit frozen at that point and then you kind of like I am in a very surprisingly enough I am very emotional person yeah in those situations and so it's kind of like I almost have like a mini aneurysm because I have to literally stop all like you ever see those videos online of like the cars hitting the yeah, wall but Brett like I understand that you had like it all of a sudden hit you and maybe it was a little attacky and too much but in the same time like w- there was validity in the sense that like we've all had conversations with you about it before I'm not saying and any of you are wrong the thing is is that like you also like while yes I understand you're like a little down about that like it's I feel like you would have been down if we had like if you had just lost and we hadn't done that necessarily like you would have been upset that we had still lost the game and like I think it's just with pickleball I mean like this is so stupid but like with pickleball it's just like I think you get so in the zone, but it's you're over it's, it's you're overexcited. It's like you all you almost get too zoned in, and it's too much. You're not breathing through it, and still able to focus. And that's what I think was happening because it's like because then that's when you like hit it too hard, and it like goes out of bounds, or you like just get too like trigger happy, trigger like happier almost all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not like, again, like, I think it's maybe it is like us piling. Like, I'm sorry that it was coming on as, as us piling on because we were. But like, we want you to be able to enjoy the game and be able to like have fun and get better. And it's like in the same light, you, you know, at one point you told me during this podcast, you have to stop taking it so seriously. Like, this is for us to have fun. That's the whole point. I agree. I, I totally agree. And that's why I was having all the emotions at once is because I, I had messed everything up. And so I felt bad. I know, but it wasn't you. Like you hadn't messed everything up. But I did, like you said, I was taking things way too seriously. But you I didn't... wasn't allowing people to have fun. Right, but it's not like this is the end of the road. We still have a whole another season to go to. I understand. I I hear you. The challenge is, is that like you're talking to me about this literally six hours after. Like I'm still processing how everything went down because in that moment I'm fighting everything that I would have said, wanted to say, and could have done. And, and so. I'm having to to digest that and kind of regain focus and recollaborate. Like I want to, I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to have fun, but then it's like I'm the cause of the of people's misery, which is not a good feeling. Yeah, I don't think you're the cause of anyone's misery, and I don't think anyone was like I don't like no one's miserable. I wasn't. I like I haven't even thought about the game. Well, yeah, but you didn't play it. Like, like it was just a different. I think. I don't know. I don't, we don't have to dive into it too deep, but I just kind of felt bummed that I didn't make it fun for everyone and everybody agrees that I don't make the game fun for them when we play. And so it's Wait, like... Wait, but see, that's not what... That is not at all what anyone said. That's literally verbatim. No, it is not. What, I mean, like, the, Catherine might have said, I don't... But, like, what... Like, of course you've made this game fun for us. You got us all riled up for this. You got us all together for this. Yeah, but you guys I've have fun together. I've enjoyed playing so many games with you. Like, and I have said that to you. 
Like, that's unfair. Like, I have told you before that I really enjoyed playing that game with you. Can I play with you? I want to play with you. Like, I know, I've really enjoyed it. It gets, for some reason, I There guess. was just a time where over the course of the thing, it, you did start taking it a little bit more serious and serious. Even when I walked in and watched you, I was like, oh, he's he's not, he's literally, he's in his head. Like, he's taking this a little too seriously. And he's fumbling because he's not understanding that he needs to breathe and just realize where he is. Well... Until next season. It wasn't that you made anything less enjoyable for us. Well, that's what it feels like. Like, that's the experience. And so I was, like, just sitting on the bench, like, all right, you guys can have your fun. Because obviously I'm not having, I'm not giving you guys a fun time with this. Okay. Well, (laughs) my ugly. Yeah. (laughs) Transition out of, remember we said this was supposed to be a happier episode? For sure. What was my ugly? I mean, I don't even know if I really have an ugly. I know an ugly, but I don't know if you want to talk about it. Oh. oh my god, I got a hemorrhoid. <laughs> oh my god, I totally forgot about my hemorrhoid. Y'all, I got a hemorrhoid for the first time in my entire life on my little anus. I was going to the bathroom um, on Thursday, and then I went down and I was like, ooh, she's tender. What's what's going down there? Like, I need to, what's, what's, what's happening? So I turn around in the mirror, and all of a sudden it looks like I'm growing a tail. And I was like, well, what the fuck is happening? Oh my god. But it's literally just this hemorrhoid hanging down, being all sore and whatnot. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. So then, you know, I started talking to my roommates about it, started going up and down the halls, screaming and yelling I about my hemorrhoid. I literally can hear you just like in the bathroom being like, guys. I was like, oh, oh my God. And yeah. I could hear Amelia be, like outside being like, what? What is it? <laughs> um, so, but it really wasn't that bad. No, I mean, hemorrhoids can be bad. Like, I've heard. So as long as you take care of them early on. See, but that's the thing is that everyone told me that they were bad. So I was like, oh God, this is bad. So then... I was like, they're not good. All freaked out about it. It wasn't really feeling that great. It was a little bit like uncomfortable. But then I had sex that night and I bottomed and you just have to be careful when you're straining it, you know, for sure. That's where it really you don't want to strain yourself. Do you put flaxseed in your smoothie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I do. You should be okay. Yeah. No, I'm great. I have great health. Okay. Um, Yeah. You know what I realized from bottoming with a hemorrhoid? Tell me. Please do tell the audience. I just do feel like. While I may be in my top era. Yes. And I can top. Of course you can. I <laughs> am the bottom of all bottoms. Like, I and that's how I introduced was you born to, to bottom. That's how I introduced you to people. But anyway, on to our, like, podcast topic. Yeah, now that we're 20 minutes in. Survival. Oh, it's a good topic for the week because it really coined its term slash pinned itself. Um all I can think of is when you said that I give three things. Um, yeah, you do. Okay. And I'm glad you're recognized. <laughs> so essentially, um, last week when we were talking about rejection and reprioritizing your mm-hmm. life. Our podcast topic. Yes. Um, wanted you to like, what is your priority? And your priority was to survive. Yeah. Survival um, is always top priority. So I'm curious for you to dive in for our listeners. What does it mean to survive? I mean, it means a lot. I mean, it's getting up every day. Like survival one is like the daily schedule of like my day is jam packed because I am getting up and I am getting ready and I am eating and I am focusing on like what I have to put in my body and how to like maintain my body and make sure that like it is functioning to its best abilities. Mm-hmm. Take my medicine, do all that stuff. All that stuff is like meant like you're literally just doing stuff to survive. For sure. 
but then like you're hit with all these like emotions and i really do feel like sometimes you just have to like survive emotions like they're hard like as i just gave an example yeah, yeah yeah it's a lot i had a day at work this week where i was just like in my head overthinking not stop and it felt like i was like having to survive i mean look I've never been stranded on an island by myself, like alone and like had nothing to do. Like, but like, like in it feels jackets? like, yeah. yeah, it feels like my survival is fighting through these emotions and getting to the next day. Yeah. Like feeling okay and wow. not being so sad. Yeah. Well, you get hit by emotions pretty easily. You don't feel like your mind is like you have to survive your mind. Um, it's like a minefield. I wake up and I think, okay, don't step on anything. I mean, I would say my mind battle is, like, not eating my head alive every day. So, that's not really a happy topic. Eating your head alive? Yeah, yeah. Would you resort to cannibalism if you were stranded on an island? Who's to say? I I don't... You. (laughs) What what do you think you would do? Maybe. If... I don't know. If I was... I mean, if I have no hope and nothing left and... Would you murder? No. uh... Cannibalism... It means there's some type of murder in there. Oh, it does. But then there's like arachnophobic or something like that. I know that's not it. <laughs> arachnophobia. <but laughs> that's like what <laughs> there's some type of like other thing where it's just like eating the dead people that have already died. All right. Well, let's go back to our survival. Sorry. Yeah, you're eating day. your head every day. I'm ju- and I'm sure you have your. It's like the mental toughness that you have to push through your thoughts yeah. and internal feelings and managing things. But to me, like that is routine at this point. That almost kind of like I like nod my head at them. I'm like high emotions. No, I'm like I'm I'm battling. Well, how do you feel like you survive throughout the day? Oh, uh, what uh, are your survival techniques? Survival techniques. Um, I guess it would be like I think planning things help me, like mm-hmm. help me prioritize and like stay focused on things I should be doing. If I know I have like a workout class, I'm like, okay, I have to get through this part of the day, this thing. I also, I mean, you probably work in a similar environment where like a lot of stuff is unknown unless I have like meetings and stuff. So if I'm trying to get through it, okay, this meeting, this checkpoint, this, this, okay, how's this? Is this getting done? There's like a routine. Yeah. Right. And if, if something gets off the routine, then I just course correct and fix it. Right. So course correction and fixation is your yeah your strategy. You don't have any other option. Okay. I mean, if something like if you're going through your day and something doesn't go right, and then what am I gonna do? I like to Sit? cut everyone off. Stop. Yeah. Think. Breathe. And try to just shut the world down. Okay. This light is so hot. What light? This light. No, this light is not hot. This light is projecting heat at me. No, it's this room. I'm having to survive <laughs> right now, and I'm, it's not easy. So you're looking at survival specifically surrounded essentially with your mind, your survival with your mind. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like, honestly, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is, like, so naive to think, but I would think that, like, if I was stranded on an island, I would be able to survive, oh. like, physically. I think it would be my mind that would be the most, like, hard thing to survive. Oh. Well, yeah, you have the mental toughness. The whole, like, anxiety, all of that. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what I would do. Do you ever think, like, you've done this to me before, where, like, but do you ever think around, like, what other people go through like, yeah. in a day-to-day. Like, I always think about, and this is maybe a motivator, but our my friend Katie, she has two little boys. Mm-hmm. She has a husband. She has a pretty hard job. Like, she's a director, you know? She's of leadership. She has a home. She's uh, got it all. She's got it. Everything is, she has. And she also doesn't have that much support family-wise. Oh. Um, so, like, it's not like she could, like, call up her mom and be like, hey, can you come over and, like, take care of the kids? She just has you. 
No, not even. She's just so busy and trapped up with everything all the time. And like her days, they start at like 5 a.m. in the morning. Like she's having to like get the kids ready and like they're awake. And then she has to cook meals for everybody. And then she has to do her work. And then they have a dog. They have to make sure the dog's taken care of. And then they have to go pick up the kids and come home and eat and take care of them. And if they're, if they're sick, they can't do anything. And like I think of people who are like parents and I just think to myself, oh, my God, yeah. I could not. Dedicating your life to, like, someone else's survival? Oh. oh my God. It's so much work. I'm trying to survive myself. So no. think about having to, like, make this little fucker survive, too. <laughs> like, what? And by this little fucker, you mean this podcast. This podcast, literally. Oh. Our child. Our baby. I know. We barely can get ourselves to meet once a week to record. The first child that came from two men. I think that there was a report around that. I think something's happening. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God, what's happening? Survival? No, I don't think it was men. It was like mice or something, or like ants. Two gay mice have babies. Yeah, two ants or something. Oh, two ant babies. Up. I'll have to look it up. I'll find the story. Um, I love that the gays can have kids now. Well, Good not for us. the gays, but the uh, animal gays. The animal gays. Shout out to them. The animal queens. Um, you better slay animal listeners. I'm trying to think more in terms of like, so like the survival of the day, but like, did you ever read Hatchet? No. The book? No. Oh my god. It's. I thought it was like everyone had to read it in like sixth grade or whatever, but it's no. about this boy that crashes on a plane and he only has a hatchet. Oh. And so he has to like throw the hatchet into rocks to get sparks to start fires and he's got to like kill the fox. No, mine was the one with the pigs and the... Animal form. No. The pigs? The boys. Three little pigs? No. The boys. Uh, mm, Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies, yeah. yeah. But you did that in middle school? That's like a high school book. Oh, yeah. Freshman year of high school. Yeah. Yeah. How was it? Did you like that book? Something was it? El Dio de las Moscas. We had to read it in Spanish. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. They have to survive in that book. They did. I mean, it's very fascinating. I mean, it actually reminds me of that that movie that you made us watch. The one, The Triangle of Happiness or something. Sadness. Yeah. Tri- tri- mm. Where they crash the boat. It's very all the same stuff. It's all the same. Survival. It's like every book and screen plays the same. I mean, it's the same um, archetype. I mean, it's similar themes, totally. Oh, this is a good question for you. I was thinking about it this week. Could you survive without music or without movies? Slash TV shows, slash... I could survive without movies. Okay, so you could not survive without music. Correct. Okay, very interesting. I think I would rather have music than sex. Whoa! Yeah. Um, I could go out with music or... Really? Or movies. Yeah, I think I would choose sex over a lot of art, but I think with music, I'd think it's something that I like use too much throughout my day like to keep me going it is your survival technique it's way that I survive I put in my headphones to like listen to something in the morning when I first wake up I like on the road when I'm like not feeling well at work like music can like reintroduce new moods and change things and make you feel different ways and I think it's like one of the coolest most incredible things in the entire world I do agree especially in the club when I'm listening to music and all of a sudden I hear the Frozen theme song come on let it go yeah that is incredible no it was i literally looked around and i said are you kidding me right you said, now elsa you better work i'm listening to frozen elsa you better freeze and then guess girl. what came on next do you want to build a snowman no. Encanto. we don't talk about bruno what's that lin manuel no is it i, I don't guess, know maybe it is i think so um no i was livid um 
because that did change my mood. Where is this blendy? Yeah. Oh, um, Dorchester's. I know. Stupid. No, but I have to say that music, because I was, I was thinking about it because I was like, is he more of a music person or is he more of a movies person? Because you really love movies. I love a movie. But you also like music is such a, a force with you. Like music you just is said. just like a, a part of life, though, I feel like. I think, mu- I mean, I guess I would say music, but I mean, I feel like my TV shows keep me alive more than my music. It's a hard one because I'm just not really inspired by music right now. I don't know if you heard, but Chloe Bailey came out with her album mm-hmm. and um not it? into it not that good yeah not that good a little bit weird i'm waiting for kim patches to save us all yeah i'm hopeful but you know i'm just feeling a little down with uh although i will say demi lovato's um heart attack rock, rock version i used to be a huge demi stan and then after her like overdose i was like this girl needs to take a break i like feel bad supporting her almost well and she is back to her now but that was the only song i was really interested in this week because chloe I, and i'm seeing her in a couple of weeks you know oh yeah uh, and i mean granted i don't hate the album i just was expecting a little bit more from her as this is essentially her like debut album um this is her call to the world and when she was on when she was with hallie their music was just so unique and unique basically and the sound was just like like ungodly hour like that's such a great song mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i'm just like mm. Mm. It, it hits the soul mm-hmm. hits everything mm-hmm. but i would have to say that I need a little music shakeup right now because the TV shows, they've been hitting a little bit better. I know you've been watching... Yellow Jackets, Girls Trip. The Girls Trip. I don't care about Yellow Jackets. Ultimate Girls Trip Trace. Come on, Giselle. Oh, I love, love Thailand. Pepsi. Pepsi Slay. Love Pepsi. Love Pepsi. Don't like Leah that much, weirdly. Oh, but, but have, you, have you ever met Leah before? No, I've never oh. met Leah. So Leah was on New York and really just kind of blah. She was blah the whole time on New York. And then now her coming over to Girls Trip, blah again. Blah. Not really fascinated by coming her. Coming at your mouth with the blah, blah, blah. Basically. And of course, Giselle giving slaying um candace candace i have to challenge her a little bit with when i won't go well, won't go down the the bravo rabbit hole but right. what, did you watch the recent episode where she attacked no, portia oh. no and you right. know now you know candace and i are really good friends correct you guys DM? so we're you know besties and that, i don't want to really speak on her in any negative light i'm surprised you didn't bring up that as you're ugly well, that was ugly a couple of days ago. I mean, weeks ago. Like at this point, it's far. I, that was. So... But I think you're still living from the trauma. Of... No, they rejected me. I felt so rejected that night. It wasn't even funny. That should have been on the rejection episode. It really, it really was. And We're it... talking about we met Candace Dillard Bassett from Real Housewives of Potomac Ooh, at our favorite club yes. in Boston. And is it still our favorite? It was a good time, but then all of a sudden, the meet and greet that we paid for was really late, and. This club has a lot of different mean greets, and we've seen a lot of these photos like been taken before. But the photo that we got a few days later Ooh. was not at all the type of photo that normally comes out of that place. No. I had to fully like edit it, facetune it, like do a whole thing just to be able to send it to my aunt, who's like an avid Potomac watcher oh, and loves Candace. Okay. But it was like so disappointing. It has nothing to do with her. It has everything to do with like the club and the way that they set it up. Yeah. It sucked. It was just a lot because I can't believe we're hate bashing legacy right now. Well it's not legacy itself. It's just the 
our results were not what we wanted. And I really do wish we had a better photo, a better takeaway, because it did get a little congested because it was a different way they do meet and greets. But, I mean, you did see who's coming to town in a... In a month or so now. Teresa? Teresa Judice. Hello. Um, so if you're in Boston, come to Big Night Live to see Teresa Judice. Slide. She'll be performing April 29th. Does she sing? No. She will be doing what she does best, which is be Teresa. So she's just talking. Basically. She's going to oh. have like interactive segments and talk to people and like ask all the questions about the show and Bravo. And I love that. And she's paying us to talk about this right now. No. Right. No. Yeah. I, no. I actually paid $50 to see. the. Oh, you were you were paid to go? I have to pay to go. Let's go. Um, <clears throat> should we kind of wrap ourselves up? We have a big evening event for us for on sure. this Saturday yeah. night. We have um the Wicked Queer Film Festival, which we're getting ready to go to we were invited as influencers to oh, come please. and influence to so pay. i gotta pay to influence yeah God, great well you didn't pay anything so what you're anyway paying, you're paying for it so i hope that everyone has a wonderful day okay. that is listening to this episode love and please remember to rate and review us on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast yes and then follow us on instagram if you want to but really tiktok we're almost at a thousand followers let's Wait, make that a little bookmark should i check to see right now yeah actually should should I I do check right now should i do a live check we're not gonna get one follower we're, here we go everyone here we go we are at 990, 993 I think it's 94 No it would say it's 94 uh, It's 93 94. Oh, We're so close 7 more people 7 more people y'all Come on go follow us I think you can do it Alright well we love you all See you next week Bye Bye